We have proof that nothing good happens after midnight. That would be scientific proof. Jeff doesn't think he was rude when he was in Starbucks to a woman, but I think he was totally rude. And I'm doing my workouts in a new way that I think is going to totally refresh my energy. And I'll tell you about that. You can do it too. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, September 29th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for cooler temperatures in the morning. I didn't realize how much I disliked those hot and humid first thing in the morning greetings. Like the world is supposed to greet you with refreshing cool air when you first open the door every Mm -hmm. day. It shouldn't greet you like you're stepping into a a running dryer. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like hot, humid air just bouncing around. Like, so I'm great. I'm grateful for the for the first breaths of cool, fresh fall air every morning. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the leaves changing. I think, I think I was kind of insulted to my face, maybe, but I, I don't think it was warranted. I feel like if you were insulted to your face, you would know it. Somebody walked by me and said the word rude. Like they walked past me. What did you do? I don't think what I did was rude. And I will say, I will say this. I'm not a hundred percent or, or it's someone from one of your old radio shows who has had like pent up aggression (laughs) for 15 years that walks by. They're like, Oh, Jeff Teller, finally rude. I think if there's somebody who's got years of pent up stuff from me, from the radio world, it would be a lot more than rude to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Like you're such a jerk. It'd be a lot more. Was that that your, um, your biggest insult that people used to say before is you're such a jerk. Oh, are you talking about coworkers or people who listened? People who listened. Oh yeah. People were like, oh, you are so rude. You are so blah, blah, blah. Such an a-hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, anywho, so I'm at Starbucks and I'm working and you're not working at Starbucks. You are taking your laptop to Starbucks. I was at, in the Starbucks restaurant and I decided to mix it up a little bit. I just had some emails to answer and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and work like I used to a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sitting there working and I am almost, I am 90% certain that a woman who is making her way out of the restaurant into the parking lot to get in her car and go, she just came in to pick up her order or whatever. When she passed by me said either rude or you're rude. And she was gone before I had a chance to react. And even if I could have reacted, I wouldn't have said anything because I'm you not. You would have clammed up. Yeah, yeah, I would have clammed up. But here's why I think she said it. And I want you to tell me if, if I was rude or not. Okay. But a woman came in and sat down one table away from me. like, And she went through the whole like ordering process, went through the line, ordered, stood up at the Mm -hmm. counter, waited for her drink. And then she came in and sat one table away from me. Her perfume was so strong. Oh, that drives me crazy. So strong that I could smell it. I didn't know what it was at the time. Honest to God, I thought that like 
they had just cleaned the bathroom and maybe the door was propped open. Mm -hmm. Like it was just this overwhelming flowery smell. And um, I could smell it when she got into the restaurant and then she worked her way through the line and then she ended up sitting like six or eight feet from me. It was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I had probably, I mean, I was gonna be there less than 10 minutes. Like I had probably like two emails left to write and I think I had another like appointment or call I wanted to take from home or something. So I was like there lesson. So here's what I did. I took my shirt and I put it over my nose. I don't think that was rude. I don't think that action was rude because this woman made a choice to put that much perfume on. Mm -hmm. And whether she intended to or not, it the smell was overwhelming, and I didn't like it. Like it was it was super floral. I just didn't care for it. Mm -hmm. So to me, that was the less rude option than like getting up and moving to the other side of the restaurant or packing my stuff up and I don't know. Leave. I guess I could have just packed up and left, but that wouldn't. I mean, I was in the middle of something, so I just put my shirt up. I would not have done that if it was like a body odor situation. Mm -hmm. But if, she she doesn't know that. So maybe she thought, I don't know what she thought. Maybe she didn't even think it was about her. Maybe she thought it was a body odor situation from someone that was closer to you. Or my guess is she didn't even notice. But I'm pretty sure that the other woman did and saw me do it. Mm -hmm. And so when she walked by, she said that was rude. I don't think that like... That was kind of rude. I would have picked up and moved. That would have been more or rude. Or just left. I don't think so. You think it would have been less rude to pack my stuff up when she sits down at the table next to me, pack my stuff up and go to a table on the or other side Or just leave. If you had two emails left, just pick up and leave or suck it up. I know, but I was in the flow. Or breathe through your mouth. I could taste it. Mm. It was Yeah, so I mean, it was, it was like kind of rude. A, yeah, it was like kind of rude. Because that's like going, oh. Oh, I wouldn't know. It wasn't. It was low key. It was just this. Well, it wasn't low key because she saw it. The it wasn't that low key. The some others random interloper saw it. The woman who smelled didn't see it. Mm. Like mm. some woman who decided to to whatever. Got it. This is two different people. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was the same person? No, stinky woman was over there. Got it. You know, trying to figure Number out. Number two is I really feel like people need to tone down the smells. I try to give people. I don't wear perfume to meetings for that reason. Like I like the way I smell on date nights. I'll do it. Or if there's like a big open space or I know where I'm going, like, I don't know. Music festivals, a bad, <laughs> a bad thing. Cause I don't go to music festivals really. But, um, let me, if I know I'm going to be in close quarters with other people, I don't wear perfume out of respect to the other people. Cause they may not think I smell good. Right. But I was trying, I even was like trying to give this woman the benefit of the doubt in, th in thinking like that was more of an overall statement. I wasn't talking about your okay. situation. I was just saying, I feel like let's have a rule, but here, tone but, down the smells. But here's what I'm saying is I was giving her the benefit of the doubt that what if she's one of those people who had her sense of smell affected by COVID mm -hmm. or has some other condition where her smell or where her nose ain't nosing the way yeah. it should. Mm -hmm. Like I was just trying to be like respectful of, of that. And I put thought into it and I was like, 
it could just, the assumption could just be that I didn't care for that type of perfume. It doesn't have to be the overabundance of it. Yeah. Should have just left. Should have just left. We've been doing, it is like the end of, I was about to say end of October. It's the end of September. And we have successfully for the past three weeks stuck to a meal plan in our home. And the only reason that we have done it is because I did it so far ahead of time. So I wanted to give a little update because it is a commitment. It's a commitment on the day you're planning it. So I, cause I'm about to do it this weekend for the month of October. It takes a long time to find recipes, make sure that they're consistent with the amount of time you think you're going to have, make sure for us, like there's a lot of things that I eat that you wouldn't eat. So going through and making sure that you like everything, that there's something for Ellie, whatever. And then the most time consuming part is writing down a grocery list for every week and then making a, a big list of things you can buy at Costco to save a buck or two and how long to I know because like how many, how much you need and doing the math on that upside listeners are the greatest. So somebody's going to send us to us, but I know that there is an app where you can either import the recipe that you have, or like you just type it in and then it does, it creates the grocery list for you. Mm -hmm. So you just like, I, there's something though about, cause I used to have that when I worked with a nutritionist and it was helpful, but I always felt a little, the control freak in me. It's kind of hard. Cause I'm like, well, what if they miss something? What do you mean? What if they miss something? You know? How would they miss something? Well, I don't know, but I just like to know. I don't know. I just like to double oh, well, check you can everything. Do it. I was just, I, I was just trying to make it easier because if you were going to do it for October, but if you like the year, I'm going to interrupt. But maybe I, but maybe I will. I don't know. Depends on how easy this is. So if you have Rex, please call us 800-434-5454 or email us or whatever. Um, Cause I would love to know if it really is easy, but if you're like, there is one that exists, but it's not that great. I don't want to hear it. Cause I'm trying to simplify life. I followed the model of doing the binder. So I got two binders. I got one for like our weekly meals. And then I got one for after we make the meal to make like a big family binder of recipes that we like so we can easily pull from. So the idea is we'll have just a ton of recipes in a binder and eventually I won't need to be looking for recipes. They'll just already exist in our house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So how has it been going for you? It's been going good. I have suggestions. I know you do. And I know one of them because you tried to talk to me about it yesterday and I am not into suggestion number one that you made. Why? Because I feel like well, I feel like you need to hear me out on this. Jeff's suggestion was that I make less complicated meals. Yeah. Which I understand why you're and saying that. I uh, Let me modify it because that is what I said. That's exactly what I said. But I would like to modify that. I think you should have. I'm very concerned because I am guilty of this. So perhaps you you are not this way, but I am notorious and everybody who has listened to the show for any period of time knows that that my favorite hobby is biting off more than I can chew. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this year for my October illusions, I'm going to make 26 of them. Like, and then I fail at 20. Then somehow I end up failing at 27 of them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So what I don't want you to do is get like burned out. So I was, my thought was maybe like twice a week they should be freezer meals 
like things that maybe I could make on the weekend for you and just put like a, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a crock pot meal or like cook meat sauce for pasta or something. And just, so it's just like boil the pasta and thaw the sauce type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I feel it. like three weeks isn't long enough for me to have gotten a flow and an idea for the systems I don't like yet. It was just more, the first month was about, okay, can I do it? So I think it's going to take some time, but I would like another month to like, for me to figure it out without you trying to make it easier on me, you know, cause you're not saying I don't like this for me. You're saying I don't like this for you. I just don't want you to do what I do, but which is like get super gung ho and then be like, man, but so far I haven't done that. I've made every single thing that I bought food for. We've been using our food wisely. If you've noticed, there's not as much stuff in our refrigerator that's stuck around. That's whatever. Like we've been using our ingredients, which is great. My favorite thing was having a proper being dispatched properly to Costco and having Callie say like, we need three pounds of beef stew. We need four pounds of ground turkey. We need six pounds of chicken breast, whatever it is for the entire month. And then we came home and like kind of parceled them all off. Mm-hmm. And then Callie just took them out of the freezer two days before we'd use them. That, that seemed, that could be the most grown up adult thing I've ever done. It feels really adult. Me figuring out the math on that is the most adult thing I've ever done. And here's another thing I did really well. And I'm just like bragging on myself a little bit. Cause I'm a little surprised I stuck with this to be honest. So pat on the back. Um, I am totally for, Oh yeah. I wrote in my calendar what days I needed to thaw out certain things. Brilliant. So, and I knew how much time it was going to take. So one thing I also did, because I know one of your gripes before is like, I start cooking at four 30 when we want to eat at four 45, that's not realistic. So I right. put on my calendar, I looked ahead of time at the recipes there, and put on my calendar way, there, what time I had to start cooking. There is no human being on the planet who does a worse job estimating how long it'll take to dice an onion than Cali dollars. <laughs> like, Callie will say at like 4.35, I'm like, what are we having for, for dinner? And she's like, whatever, meatloaf. I'm like, okay, when are you gonna, when are you starting to cook? Right now. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it's gonna take a little longer than that. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and then at like seven. Don't tell me how to cook. At 7.15, uh, I'm texting her from the, you know, drive through at McDonald's going, what did you want again? And I think there's only one thing that we made that I wouldn't make again. The beef, Cause I think. The beef stew thing. No. No, remember we talked about, I made this uh, Mexican style beef stew and it was, the flavor was- That's what I just said, the beef stew thing. But but I would make it again. Oh, you would? I would make it again, but we talked about doing it in a crock pot so the meat was more tender Um, because the flavor was great. Okay, can I give you a second suggestion that you don't have to take, but just something to think about? Yeah, but say it with caution because you can see the daggers in my eyes. No, it's not a dagger. You don't have to take it. I'm just, I would not be opposed because I am such a- creature routine person, rather than do the whole month of October, right? What if you did three weeks, you know, the first three, like you did the first three weeks of October, but then you just repeat that exact three weeks for the second three weeks, because that'll take us to mid November. And then we'll be in holiday season and all that. So that, so it'll be a little bit wonky for a week or two. And then that impacts nothing. Okay. I was just saying it would just rather than have to find 
Oh, it's not the finding that takes me the long time. It's the grocery shopping. Yeah. It's the doing the math, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is in like in three weeks, the list will already be done. Oh. You can just be like, boop, let's just do it again. I'm not opposed to that. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And I shall. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What kind of car does a sheep drive? A lamb brogini. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. A reminder that if you find yourself in the Kennesaw area today, stop by Independent Grounds. They are giving away coffee all day today. It's free coffee day, but it's kind of a gift from them and from us here at The Upside. Uh, They think we're pretty cool. We think they are very cool, and we wanted to do something really nice together. So this is what we're doing. Free coffee, just because. Independent Grounds Cafe uh, in Kennesaw. If you've been experiencing symptoms and you don't know where to start, EverlyWell is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. The EverlyWell Women's Health Test measures 11 biomarkers known to play a role in your overall health and wellness and checks for any abnormal levels that may be keeping you from feeling your best. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need. Mine was the Women's Health Test. You take your at-home lab test, like you collect your sample. They walk you through everything in the directions. You can also uh, watch their videos if you want to and use the prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days and you can share the results with your primary care doctor to help guide the next steps for you. Ever since I got the results of my blood work, I have been taking supplements and I feel a huge difference in my life. You don't have to walk through life tired. You don't have to walk through life feeling like there's something off and not being able to put your foot on it. Get answers now and get them with help from Everlywell. For listeners of The Upside, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash upside. That's everlywell.com slash upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash upside. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance beauty and skincare products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. They're certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Causes in the name for a reason. Every single purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Now, I have been using Thrive Cosmetics for years. One of the things that I love, this was the first product I ever tried based on the recommendation of a girlfriend of mine, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It is one of their best-selling products, and it has more than 20 thousand five star reviews. It gives you the look like you have lash extensions without having to get lash extensions. Another must have is their sunproof three in one invisible priming sunscreen. Now it's primer, but it's also got SPF 37. So as we all know, SPF is critical. The more SPF you can get on your face, the better. And this is a great primer. It is so soft. It's like silky smooth. 
Thrive's Bigger Than Beauty mission is for every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes, and I love that they give back. Our purchases matter. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E. T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. My grandfather served in World War II, and a couple of years ago, my parents took his journals and retraced his steps through France. They went and saw everywhere he had been in World War II, and thankfully, we had some of his stories to help piece that together. Then I started thinking about how much we don't know about the people that we love because we just don't think to ask. Well, this is where StoryWorth comes in handy. I got StoryWorth from my dad a couple of years ago as a gift. It is an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. So here's how it works. You sign up online and then StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've maybe never thought to ask, like what's one of your favorite childhood memories or what's the best advice you've ever received? Then after a year, they will compile those answers from the person um, that you gave the gift to and they will put them in a book and you can buy as many copies of the book as you want, send them to your whole, whole family. And those are precious stories and precious memories that your family will have for decades to come. It is so cool. And it's a fabulous gift. Get to know your loved ones better and preserve those special moments forever with StoryWorth. Right now for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I'm trying something new with workouts that I wanted to like share with the class because it's something that I've never done before and I thought it was really interesting. And we'll see how it goes. First week, going well. I decided to do workouts for the week, what I'm supposed to be doing, based on what I like the least first. Oh, the, uh, what's it called? Eat the frog first. Yeah. Got it. So I talked to the, um, functional medicine doctor and she gave me recommendations for workouts. She's like, okay, I want you to do one hard, like slash cardio workout a week. I want you to do two strength training workouts. I want you to do one like medium ish Peloton ride. And then I want you to do like one night of walking or whatever a week, whatever she told me. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to dread all week the ride. I don't want to dread that ride all week. So I did the hardest workout on Sunday when I had my energy from the weekend. Not necessarily the hardest, but the one that you dislike the most. Yes. The one that would be hardest to you. The one that's hardest to me. Yeah. Doing it on Sunday when I have the most energy. I feel like you like like those quick cardio workouts. I feel like you enjoy those. Um, I enjoy them because I get breaks. 
Like they call it Tabata because it's like 40 seconds on, 20 seconds off. But I like the breaks because I can't do cardio. It's like it's a harder version of cardio, but also you get cheat breaks like and I need that because I'm not someone that can be like, I'm going to go run today and then run a mile. Like I hate every second of it. I need the breaks to like mentally recalibrate. Got it. But like but a so a 40 minute Peloton ride might not be the toughest toughest for you. It is the mentally the toughest for me and I hate them. So I'm going to try that for a couple weeks and see how it goes and do the hardest ones first. Is this a thing or did you just make it up? I made it up. Okay. I'm going to call it workout stacking. You know what I mean? Or maybe you call it, I call it like a reverse pyramid or something like doing the hardest stuff at the beginning of the week, moving it down to the easiest to tackle. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, Uh, If you believe that, here are your three random things for today. If you remember your mom saying, nothing good happens after midnight. So true. She was right. Um, After midnight, your mind actually undergoes some dramatic changes that causes us to see the world more negatively, to make more impulsive decisions, and to exhibit risky behavior, which is why after midnight, people are at a greater risk of both committing and being a victim of violent crime. Um, And then there's also higher levels of substance abuse after midnight. It affects our food choices. It makes us turn to foods that we should not be eating, like carbs, fats. So true. Highly processed Foods. So listen to your mamas. Nothing good does happen after midnight. And you save that because when I go in front of the Atlanta City Council to talk about my downtown proposal of blinking lights, yeah, I will use that for your random things. Can we do the quick update on that? You did email the state senator who reached out to us. I did. I was like, anything I can do. And I'm like picturing myself in my head giving like a court speech of a lifetime. I have it all planned out in my head. I think if you have to go make a presentation, you should do it the way they do it in England like with a powdered wig, mm-hmm. you know, a robe, mm-hmm. you know how they sit on opposite sides and they shout at each other. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the British equivalent of Republicans, Democrats are, they're facing mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Yelling, food fight, tater tots flying. And then I'll end that with, if you think I'm crazy, think about if no one else was in this room. Think about if you were alone in your car dealing with me, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Maybe I should rethink that yeah. part of my speech. That didn't go well in front of you. Your second random thing is snails are slow. We know this, but they also take super long naps. One nap for a snail can last up to three years. I would like to come back as a snail. I would like to come back as a snail. I would also like to tell you that I have seen snails before that I'm like, Oh, a dead snail or whatever. They're not dead. (laughs) They're napping. So let them nap. If I had the ability to nap for three years, dang, that would be pretty cool. You think sna- Don't disturb the peace. You think snails run into old snail friends and they're like, hey, how you been? He's like, oh, I've been napping. And they're like, they, the follow-up questions are like, who's president now? Mm-hmm. Or like, what's, you know, did we land that rocket on the meat? Did we crash that rocket into the meteor that we launched six mm-hmm. months ago? All that stuff. Okay. Uh, all right. And your third random thing is America's favorite vegetable. Uh, would you like to guess? Carrots. Potatoes. Dang. Yeah. Potatoes aren't a vegetable. I thought that too. Potatoes are a starch, I thought. Yeah, but I guess they're vegetables. Oh. I really, I truly thought that as well. Okay. Uh, Americans consume more than 4.5 billion, with a B, pounds of French fries. Um, and 
Uh, 6.7 billion pounds of potato chips and 75 million pounds of tater tots. I feel like that's misleading. All of that, I feel like, is kind of misleading because I feel like potato chips, not a vegetable. Like, they may start as a vegetable, but they definitely don't end up as... I just feel like that's misleading. I don't like that study. Yeah, because it's not... Yeah. I'm going to say it's carrots. In my mind, it's carrots. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. This weekend, I think I am going to make for us, for this family, a breakfast fit for a queen. Because I read something recently past, you know, couple weeks with all the attention on the on the monarchy of of England that the queen used to put nutmeg in her eggs and I used to do that and really I, yeah and I forgot about it but for it it's it's shockingly good what does it taste like um it pumpkin just, spice eggs no it just gives the eggs like a I don't know it complements the eggs or whatever well but you put mm. very very little and I read that the queen liked that and Callie you forwarded me a recipe for the queen's pancakes. I did. It was in the pick me up last week and the queen's, she, who, what president was it? I can't remember. I think it was Roosevelt. Uh, I thought it was, I, I think it's Eisenhower. Oh, somebody. Yeah. Anyway, so a U.S. president. Anybody. It could have been Washington. She was queen for a gazillion years. Yeah. So she, one of the U.S. presidents and his wife were visiting the queen and apparently they really liked her pancakes. So she sent them a recipe. It's now in the national archives, I think is where I found it. And it is like so funny because it's not just the recipe. It's like, hey, you really have to stir it for a while because of this. Like it has her own little notes about what she does differently, which is like so cool. And it's in the queen's handwriting. I, Anywho, we definitely should make those because um, they sounded really good. I just have to figure out what the conversion is because some of the um, ingredients are measured by teacup, which I had never heard before. Oh yeah. So is that the same as an American cup? Or is it different? I feel like it's going to be daintier. So I'll, I will do the research and we will report back next week on how the Queen's breakfast went. Hi, guys. Long time upside listener since the beginning. But first time caller just had to pause and call the show about uh, talking about like gender roles and uh, children like preferring parents, not really preferring parents, but society saying that. Um, I just had my sweet baby boy during the summer, and I just feel like already society and family is, they just, they pick, you know, it's, they see dad is so involved. And my husband is amazing, and he's so involved, and he's fabulous. He always validates me and tells me how I'm an amazing mother. But why is it society, like, just because, they see dad so involved and oh my gosh, he's so great. He's such a good dad. He does everything. But what about the mother? Like, what about the mom? What about the mom waking up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning to see the baby? What about the mom calming the baby down when nobody else can? What about the mom? And personally, this is very difficult for me. Um, I am so grateful to have such a supportive partner, but I mean, I'm sure I'm not alone in this as a first time mom. Just if you know a first time mom or you know a mom, tell her she's doing a good job. That's it. Love you guys. 
You are fabulous. Bye. Jess, um, just keep this saying in mind when you're trying to get your health in order. If you don't invest in your wellness now, you're paying for your illness later. And this is so, so true. Good luck. Hey, guys. Uh, Jeff, this is this is for you, and you don't have to play this on the podcast, but I don't know if you realize that you do this, but Callie mentions that she would like you to go to therapy, like, kind of, not often, but every now and then. And every time, you have a reason to not go. And I feel like the underlying tone is Callie wants you to go to therapy, but she doesn't just want to come out and say it directly. I think you should go to therapy. Hey, guys. This is uh, Kim. I had to stop today's podcast because you're talking about October Lutions, and I want to call you guys again. I called a few months back, and just thank you again for uh, coming up with October Lutions. If anyone's out there listening and, and, and thinking about starting something new, now's the time to do it. They are so right. Callie and Jeff are so right. October is the best month to start. October 1st of last year, I went on a diet, uh, just, you know, trying to eat better, eat healthier. And as of today, I've lost 33 pounds and and, and pretty successful at keeping it off right now, just maintaining. But starting that October 1st, by the time Christmas and New Year's had rolled around, I had lost a few pounds and was on a momentum. And it, it really changed the way I looked at resolutions. So I just want to encourage anybody to... To uh, make this time your time to start, just something new you want to start, uh, be a better you know person and, and lose weight or just anything you want to change. Uh, Callie and Jeff came up with a great idea, so thanks guys, we love you. Uh, the show is great, and uh, here's to this year's October Lutions. Bye. Hey, wow. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. It's Ari calling again from North Carolina. I can't believe two calls in one day, but I just wanted to say, Callie, don't be offended uh, by Jeff being called um, or Ellie being called um, a daddy's girl. It's just unfortunately the reality that that's probably the relationship that um, Ellie has built with with Jeff. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, My daughter, is a daddy's girl, but I know she loves me. It's just that sometimes the girls can go to their dad and, you know, get the things that they want out of them. Just like my daughter will say that my son is a mama's boy. So, you know, it take it with a grain of salt. It, it's all good. I'm just happy that Jeff has that um, love and affection and the time uh, to invest in her. Um, but you both are doing a great job, and it just comes with the territory. Love you guys, and have a great day. Bye. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, The top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.